Welcome to episode 33 of the Lonely Fans Sports Show. I'm Josh Anderson, and in this show we will look through the mock drafts of the NFL Draft, which is happening this Thursday. As I uh, look at this podcast, I am an NFL-heavy podcast, but uh, obviously if if you've been following me, I've been super cross-heavy, but Obviously, uh, this is an NFL time, but now uh, obviously we have some NFL talk, and uh, well, let's get going. Um, obviously, going into this draft, it's been an odd year. 2020 was extremely difficult. Obviously, we all know because of the pandemic, not everybody knew if um, if college football was going to happen. Um, the conferences were fighting within each other. The teams were fighting. Uh, the Pac-12 was giving up. The Big Ten was giving up. But lo and behold, the SEC said, no, no, no. We are playing. And so did the Big 12. And then because the Big Ten thought that we were going to be the leaders, we are going to be like, we're going to cancel the season. But the SEC were like, ah, no, we're going to play. And then uh, the Big Ten put their tail between their legs, and also so did uh, the Pac-12. So they played. So, and because of that, it, it was just an odd year to evaluate players. Uh, There's so many different rules. Games were, were kind of postponed. And, and then... Um, it was just uh, it, uh, the least amount of players went into this draft. So it's it's going to be a, you, you don't know what this draft is going to do in the future. Obviously, the NCAA granted a year of eligibility for players in future years. You don't know how it's going to hurt players in future years for playing time. So that's going to be remain to be seen. And it's it's going to be tough, but obviously, starting this June, all academic calendars are going to go back to normal. So here we go. Most mock drafts have the Jaguars selecting quarterback Trevor Lawrence as the number one pick, and for all intents and purposes, he might look like the best quarterback in this draft and obviously he came out hot he especially winning the national title but he he kind of has gone backwards since then Uh, obviously he's been on a very 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 talented roster but the playoff success hasn't been there uh you know it's it's up to you if if you believe that's going to be a long-term problem I, i i don't know but if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, you need a splash move, and this is it. Um, if you look at the Jaguars, they have had a quarterback problem forever. They, I mean, in, in reality, they they haven't had a quarterback since Mark Bardell, and that's basically been the '90s. And uh, Urban Meyer for uh, for. A young head coach in the NFL to succeed, you're looking for a starting quarterback in the NFL 
and that's what you need. And you're kind of hoping that Trevor Lawrence is going to be that quarterback. But if you look through the years, uh, their last quarterback on the team has been Blake Bortles. That was a failure on a lot of proportions. Blake never really developed into much. He did lead them to an AFC Championship game, but that was more based upon their running game and their defense. They they did have the Patriots on the ropes, and because of that, uh, you know they did end up losing that game. But and then they signed Blake to a contract extension, which which was a mistake, which led to the I I don't know how the head coach kept his job for as long as he did, but. It led to Urban Meyer getting a head coaching job in the NFL. And it has now led to Trevor Lawrence getting this opportunity in the NFL. So what the what the Jacksonville Jaguars realistically need to do is make sure the offensive line is going to be there. And make sure there's some wide receivers because that's, that's the other problem that Jacksonville has always kind of suffered from is, is just not having the offensive line or sorry, offensive line. Well, that too, but having the wide receiver talent, and that's one thing that's kind of always kind of hurt a lot of young quarterbacks in, in the league in general, and hopefully they're able to solve the offensive line and wide receiver issues so Trevor Lawrence can succeed. Um, when when you look at the upcoming division, uh, they, they, they do have an opportunity to hit the division strong, the Jaguars did finish 1-15 last season. So when you're looking at the division, the Houston Texans are going to be awful next season. Uh, the Colts, will have to see where they are with Carson Wentz. Obviously, I don't think they are going to be 11-5. And you don't know where the Titans are going to be with Ryan Tannehill. Obviously, uh, they kind of disappointed in the playoffs. So the Jacksonville can be a 7-2... to maybe eight win team that's not maybe five to seven wins in there for let's go five to seven be realistic with with trevor obviously trevor made some questionable comments with the espn magazine uh i i don't know if i'm really going to be concerned with with those type of comments you kind of you know he's he's gonna have to care it's just one of those nonchalant issues but He's going to have to make the ground running. And, you know, Jacksonville is not exactly the biggest market in, in the league. But when we start going back to uh, going back to overseas games, Jacksonville is obviously, this is the first time the team's probably got some spice going overseas when they do. Because eventually, COVID's not going to be around forever. So they will be a team that people want to go see over in England with everything with Trevor. So, uh, and we'll have to see how his game translates into, uh, obviously, in the NFL. And uh, he's not going to have top-of-the-line talent going from Clemson to Jacksonville. So, uh, Jacksonville, good luck with your team uh, and your selection of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, right now, uh, the Jets, they are going to select uh, Zach Wilson. Obviously, uh, Sam Darnold is no longer with the Jets. They traded him to uh, Carolina Panthers. So it, he is a BYU quarterback. And uh, 
For the Jets, it's just going to another rookie quarterback, and it's just seeing if, honestly, it's just throwing darts at this point for the Jets. Uh, it's just, the Jets have been terrible now for years, and you can blame some of it at uh, the ownership level. You can blame it on poor coaching, blame it on the GM. There's just a lot of different steps you can blame it. I honestly, I kind of tend to blame it on New England Patriots because when you have overall systemic success by the New England Patriots, that you're just going to get beat down every single year. So you're you're going to want change. So that's what kind of happened with the New York Jets, and now they're to a point on there to another quarterback. So. For the Jets, hopefully this one works out for them, and they need to continue to get talent for uh, this quarterback. And until they get offensive talent that can work, obviously they felt that the Le'Veon Bell signing was going to be uh, all over the place in terms of this one, but it's just one of those things where it, it just realistically didn't work out, and... I, they had to cut him. Uh, it, it just wasn't a good fit. Le'Veon Bell made a lot of mistakes. So the Jets, obviously, with going with a new quarterback direction, they're going to have to rebuild the running back and wide receivers. And when picking, uh, it, it's going to suck for Zach Wilson right away with not having a lot of the lack of wide receiver talent and the lack of running back talent. So when looking at the division, the Patriots are rebuilding, and Miami Dolphins are Miami Dolphins are a solid team, but they don't have a solid quarterbacking. So the the Bills are going to be the the team to beat in that division. So it could be a long season for the Jets when it, when they don't really have a solid foundation with a lack of ownership and a lack of head strong head coaching. So now we get to the part of the draft where it gets realistically confusing because this is where the this is where the draft is going to go haywire and every mock draft we're going to look at is going to be different. I'm just going to go through a, a couple different ones, but it, it's just it's going to be hard cuz there's going to be a lot of different trades in, in this upcoming draft because there's there's a, teams have a lot of different needs. And there was a this this cap penalties or cap with the cap going down without the fans and everything. Now the cap's going to go back up with the new TV deals coming, the new bet, the new uh, betting deal, and fans coming back into the stadiums in in 2021. It, that's no longer going to be a, a realistic problem, but it's just one of those things where everybody doesn't know what's going to happen, and uh, obviously. The third pick of the draft is going to be the San Francisco 49ers. And a large reason why nobody knows what they're going to do is because of Jimmy Garoppolo. And there's a lot of offseason reports this year on maybe they don't want him. And, and the interesting concept with him is when you look at the record, because they're well over 500 with Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback. And he is a he is a solid, slightly above average quarterback, and he can win you a lot of games. Hell, he got San Francisco 49ers to a Super Bowl. Now people want to argue that you know it was you know it was kind of an odd win 
against the Packers in the NFC Championship game. And, you know, in that Super Bowl against Kansas City, they went extremely conservative. They did. But the fact of the matter is, he was the quarterback for that season, and he got them there. So, in a lot of these mock drafts, they either go with uh, Justin Fields, or they go with Mac Jones. Now, I have a problem with Alabama quarterbacks. I understand that Mac Jones won the national championship with Alabama. He looked great. He looked amazing. But the fact of the matter is, is that when you look at the history of Alabama quarterbacks, now I understand it's it's not a good idea to look at history when referring to because everyone is different and everybody you you can't look at everything in a vacuum. But the fact of the matter is is that I will do this in this aspect that I, I, I actually I don't care. I don't like Alabama quarterbacks. And I'm going to throw Mac Jones in this category because no Alabama, and I will throw Tua in this similar concept because Tua has not looked good as well. I just, I just have a hard time with Alabama quarterbacks because typically it's their system, and no matter who the offense coordinator is, even though they adjust their systems a little bit, but Alabama typically has great wide receivers, if that's Devontae Smith, if that's Julio Jones, or anybody I can think of on top of my head. But the fact of the matter is, is that if Mac Jones goes there, what, what are you sure he's going to be any better than Jimmy Garoppolo outside of the uh, cap room? Because realistically, for this season, unless the 49ers can come up with a, a trade partner, he's stuck there for the season. So it just, we'll see if um, if uh, the 49ers select Mac Jones because. I think the 49ers are making a mistake if they go with quarterback. I, th- I think you should just stick with Garoppolo at, at this point, but we'll see what decision they make. Now, at this point of the draft, is it's also consideration what the Falcons are going to do. Because I could argue that the Falcons maybe take take a take a shot at uh, Justin Fields or not, because there, there's another aspect of the point where maybe Justin Fields is going to slip. And there was an interesting point earlier in, in the in this process where it was announced that Justin Fields had epilepsy, and that was a big talking point because uh, not a lot of players have it. And you know, throughout his entire college career, I have never seen him have issues with it. So it looks like medically he's handling it just fine. So. I don't know if a team is just trying to get that out there to maybe put a red flag so he falls to them. But with that said, um, the the one thing I'm, I'm really tired of, if you flip on ESPN, they they put on the whole African-American quarterback issue. But I, I think that kind of needs to be put to bed a little bit. If he falls, he falls. Uh, Aaron Rodgers fell. You can document any other number of quarterbacks falls, but I get tired of the African-American quarterback bit that um, Max Kellerman or Stephen A. Smith tend to do because we have um, we have Lamar Jackson in the league. We have Patrick Mahomes in the league. We have Deshaun Watson in the league. We have um, um, Deshaun Watson. Um, we have Patrick Mahomes. 
I'm having Dak Prescott. We, we had Tyra Taylor. Um, we have star players that are getting maximum. We just had Patrick Mahomes who just signed a $500 million contract. So I realistically don't want to hear that comment. If you have ta- Oh, and Lamar Jackson too. Um, I don't want to hear those comments. If you have the talent to play, you are going to play the game. So I, I just move on. Uh, anyway, uh, so I can see maybe Atlanta stealing it, but a lot of people have uh, Atlanta, Falcon, Atlanta Falcons taking Kyle Pitts. And um, I think that's a good fit. If there's one thing that Matt Ryan has struggled with over his career, that has been over-the-middle throws. And that's kind of, but some of that has been kind of, maybe not necessarily in him, that's just been kind of the offense, excuse me, that's been kind of maybe the offense in general. And that's just because they kind of not really have had a, a middle target for him at all. They've they've really never had a solid tight end for Matt Ryan that's been consistent for him. So uh, Kyle Pitts would be an awesome addition, especially there were some t- tweets and stories floated out today that maybe uh, the Atlanta Falcons maybe want to trade Julio Jones. But if you get P- Kyle Pitts in there and you get Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones in there th- and you get Matt Ryan for a couple of more seasons, that's all you need. That You got your offense. That can compete against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But that's we'll see. It is a rookie head coach for the Atlanta Falcons, so it's a new direction. I don't know, but you could also go Justin Fields as well moving forward. So that that's that's up to them. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals are going to go uh, right now. They have them up for uh, offensive line um, as well. Uh, if uh, honestly, if you're if you're the Bengals, you got to build up that offensive line. Joe Burrow towards the guy's uh, ACL torn. You hope that he's going to be healthy enough going into week one that's his target date uh, obviously joe burrow is the future of the team uh, obviously since andy dalton is no longer there uh hopefully joe burrow joe burrow actually had his moments in the uh 2021 season uh obviously i think the Bengals need to look at wide receiver talent after and, and well and defensive talent as well but overall in general they need to fix their. They need to get Joe Burrow some talent on the offensive end, outside of when they get the offensive line fixed, get wide receivers and repair the defense. I do struggle. It, it did suck that uh, AJ Green just just realistically did not work out for. Uh, just didn't look. Doesn't even look like the same player, and he won't be back the following year. Uh, people have uh, Miami Dolphins selecting Jamar Chase from LSU. Uh, Miami does need some wide receiver talent for Tua. Uh, that is pretty much well needed. I, I can't think of many. I mean, I understand uh, Miami had Devontae Parker and, uh, you know, had some other. Uh, yeah, that's about it for the Dolphins. So maybe getting some fresh, fresh legs down there for Miami should help Tua. Um, Obviously, Miami does, you know, for Miami season, it's going to be uh, two things. Tua's development and battling Buffalo. Uh, 17 games is going to be a grind for Tua. So uh, 
having Fitzpatrick coming in for closing was it was really really rough to watch sometimes but overall Tua's development is going to be so so important for uh for getting him going that uh we'll have to see if um if uh if that uh if that makes next one other um other deals um dolphins could also be taking Devontae smith that is another possibility uh, Devontae smith people argue he is the most talented uh wide receiver in this draft so Lions, people have them taking offensive tackle, obviously, with making them making a quarterback trade this offseason with the Rams. Uh, Lions, Lions just need overall tar- overarching talent in general. Uh, Matt Patricia was not necessarily the greatest coach in the world. How I think Matthew Stafford bailed him out in a lot of different ways. You could tell when... Um, Matthew Stafford played a lot better once Patricia was gone. But in general, though, they have a lot of holes that have not been helped. So we'll have to see. I think the team's probably going to bottom out in 2021, even so. I, I just don't see, even with the new quarterback, because the problem with the quarterback is going to be is that he only works in a certain offense and we saw him with the Rams that he just he he realistically just didn't look that well, and uh, and he also needs wide receivers and I don't know how well the wide receivers are going to do with with his uh, inability to throw certain. I mean, he's good at crossing routes with uh, when he was in the Rams, but uh, Lions receivers are typically good at uh, go routes, so we'll have to see. Uh, people have the Panthers selecting quarterback, uh, Patrick Sertain. Uh, Panthers, um, we'll have to see because they're going to have Sam Darnold. So uh, I struggle with this with the Panthers because the problem, again, with the Panthers is wide receivers. I, I'm sorry. I understand they have Robbie Anderson and they may have other needs, but the problem with the outside of Christian McCaffrey, what do you have as weapons? And that you have, well, they have Teddy Bridgewater, but you have Sam Darnold, but who do you have to throw to outside of Robbie Anderson? And that's been a consistent problem. Now you have some, you have some issues on the defense, which you need to improve and the Panthers. Yes. So get that done and then work on your offensive talent because that was always the negative issues that you had with Cam Newton, and you never gave offensive talent to Cam Newton at all. And we are 2021. We're still having the same conversations. Um, number nine pick will be the Broncos. Some people have the Broncos trading up for Justin Fields. Some people have them taking Trey Lance. It's interesting to see if they – I don't know – it's kind of up in the air. A lot of team people, different mock drafts have the Broncos picking a quarterback. And, you know, I, it's kind of like the media has them giving up on Drew Locke. And Drew played pretty well last season. <coughs> and it's just, I don't know. If, if, if you feel that 
the quarterback that you if you feel that this quarterback Justin Fields or Trey Lance if you honestly feel that this quarterback is going to be better than Drew Locke I guess pick him otherwise otherwise to me for the Broncos this could be a waste of a pick but you have to remember for the Broncos you're you're going to be facing Patrick Mahomes for the next uh, 20 years and that or that could be 20 years so that's that's going to be a rough, tough sell to your to your fan base that you're going to be picking on yet another quarterback in this draft after uh, when you um, just watched Patrick Mahomes in the last two Super Bowls and last three AFC Championship games. Cowboys, they have them selecting offensive tackle uh, Rashawn Slater. Uh, that's... Yeah... I, it depends on either picking a quarterback or some. It depends because for the Cowboys, their offensive line was some issues because when you're when you're uh, obviously when you um, pay Dak Prescott 160 million dollars, you do want some offensive line protection, and that was one weakness from from the Cowboys because um, they obviously a few years ago. They had the best offensive line in football, but overarching in time, they age and injuries occurred. So uh, their running back didn't necessarily have the greatest of year last year, and you just paid him Ezekiel Elliott one hundred million dollars. So it's just one of those things where you you got to pick your battles and their offensive line. The one thing about the Dallas Cowboys, though, that they need to improve on this draft, and they didn't really necessarily improve, is at least in the offseason, was their defense. And that's something that Mike McCarthy it has been a problem. No matter where he has been, and I understand he's only been with the, with the Packers, but outside of the random good year with the Packers and with his defense, his defenses have struggled in Green Bay and the one year in Dallas. So until he can figure that out, we'll have to see. Now, this year is going to be, all in all intensive purposes, a regular training camp. So we'll have to see if he's able to make any type of adjustments within the defense and offense. And hopefully Dak comes back healthy. Um, number 11, they'll have the Giants picking a wide receiver, which... For there for Daniel Jones, that's good for him because, uh, well, first the Giants do need offensive line help because they do need to protect Daniel Daniel Jones, but they also do do need uh, some uh, wide receiver talent. That is one lack of issues that the Giants have. So hopefully they're able to uh, address that issue. And Daniel Jones this season, he does need to take a step up. That is a issue that he does um when looking at some of the stats last season he only plays well against certain teams now there was a few games when you were watching where he was making throws that if uh if the players would have stepped up they would have won the game but they didn't and he those are losses that he'll have to take on the rest of his career so we'll just have to see moving forward if he can elevate his play uh the eagles Eagles have a lot of cap issues going because of the Carson Wentz trade that they'll be able to get off the following year. 
But uh, the mock drafts have them selecting possibly cornerback. We'll have to see. Uh, they have a lot of wide receiver talent they have to go against. But uh, Eagles have a lot of holes, and we'll have to see if uh, Jalen Hurts is uh, the man the, the man to beat or the quarterback of the future. I don't know if he's going to be, but this is going to be probably his team to beat. And he's going to have all the training camp and all of the um, OTAs to prove that he can be the man to beat going forward. Chargers, uh, a lot of um, a lot of mock drafts have them selecting a... Uh, a lot of them have them uh, selecting a uh, offensive tackle. So um, we'll have to see. Christian Derisaw is out there. So uh, Chargers, obviously, they're going to be a new coaching staff. They uh, Obviously, they have Rookie of the Year, Justin Herbert. So he looked great. Uh, he is He looks very talented. The one thing, though, that he needs to... He's going to have to elevate the team over the historical collapses. He, he's just basically going to have to take them because uh, the team, no matter who who it is, the team loses. And he's just going to have to elevate the team to say, you know what, we're no longer going to lose the way we are going to. Um, now we get to my team, the Minnesota Vikings. And there's a couple of different mock drafts that I've looked at. And I get frustrated with some of them because... Some of them, they have us picking a defensive end, which I kind of go, what the fuck? And then there's some of them that are picking offensive tackle, and there's and I'm appreciative of, of that. So I kind of hope that we go with the one that we go with the offensive tackle, for the love of God. Some of us maybe have um, maybe Tristan Wirfs if he falls out of the... Uh, Top 10, or maybe Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. So we'll have to see. I really, really hope that we go with offensive tackle. Outside of the draft, Eric Fisher is unsigned. Maybe I hope to God we he's healthy enough and we sign him for offensive tackle. Uh, he's out there. Please, for the love of God, Minnesota Vikings, sign Eric Fisher. But uh, we'll see. Uh, New England Patriots, uh a lot of mock drafts have them. If Justin Fields is there, go with him. I have a hard time believing Justin Fields is going to be there. But uh, a lot of a lot of the mock drafts have him possibly selecting a wide receiver. That's something. Now the Patriots are in a little bit of a weird spot. They did resign Cam Newton. They do have a quarterback need, so there so they do need a quarterback and they also need wide receivers now they do have a lot of players coming back who opted out not playing a covid so they uh do have so they have a lot of top tier talent coming back who didn't play so it should be interesting to see where they are with those players coming back so if cam newton plays any better at all Buffalo will still win a division, but uh, at least uh, Bill Belichick should have a little bit better of a team if uh, some of those players come back from the COVID list. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, they so far, some of the mock drafts have them selecting a, a cornerback, which, which makes sense since uh, Patrick Peterson is, uh, maybe Greg Newsom is going to be there. Uh, 
Obviously, Patrick Peterson signed with the Minnesota Vikings, so there's going to be a massive hole there. That's you. You just don't know how that's going to go. Otherwise, uh, there's also a need at linebacker. Maybe Micah Parsons is a possibility for the Cardinals. Uh, for, uh, obviously, they have DeAndre Hopkins for the Cardinals in 2022, or sorry, 2022 for 2021. It's going to be the quarterback development if he develops his mid-range pass game uh, for Kyler Murray. The team is going to start going far. It's They have a chance to win, win the division. I don't see them getting the first round by. That's going to be pretty much the Packers or the Buccaneers, but they have a chance for the third or fourth seed. It all depends upon how good the 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks are this year. Uh, looking at the Raiders, a uh, couple different mock drafts pretty much have them settled on offensive line. You, you kind of want to protect your quarterback. So a uh, couple different mock staff have them taken either Tucker or they have them taken Tevin Jenkins. So we'll have to see where that goes. And then uh, uh, Miami Dolphins have their second pick. They either have them, uh, people have them either selecting a running back or an edge rusher. So... Depending upon it, when you start getting down here, it really starts to depend upon what other teams do if everyone stays in place. Because I expect, unlike last year, I expect a lot of trades. But like I said, mostly this, my draft is just if everyone stays in place. I will do a review of the first day of the draft if I have time beforehand as well. Uh, Washington has a 19th pick. Uh, a lot of people have them going with. A linebacker, Washington just has a lot of holes in general. It, it should be interesting to see what they do at quarterback because they are another team that has has some has some issues there. Bears, they uh, they have a twentieth pick. A lot of people have them going with a cornerback. Colts have the twenty first pick. A lot of people have them going with offensive linebacker. Titans with um, upgrading their defense with the twenty second pick. Jets going with a uh, wide receiver, Rashad Bateman, at the 23rd pick. kind of wish maybe somehow the Vikings would get him. That would be amazing, but I don't believe so. Some people have maybe the Packers maybe trading up and getting Rashad Bateman, but I don't feel that the Packers in any sort of way are going to be able to get Rashad Bateman. I think Rashad Bateman, I actually think Rashad Bateman dropping to 23 actually, I I, I, he might he might go higher in my estimation. Uh, Steelers, Tevin Jenkins, maybe, if he doesn't drop that far. Jaguars, as I said earlier, they need to uh, get some wide receiver talent. That's what uh, the 25th pick a lot of people are predicting. Uh, the Browns, uh, linebacker, people are thinking. That's the 26th pick. 27th pick, uh, Ravens, a lot of people think that uh, they're going to pick uh, a defensive end, even though... Uh, for the Ravens, you might want to pick a wide receiver. Saints, uh, maybe going to go with a safety, but the, in general, the Saints have a lot of holes, so basically whoever they pick is probably going to end up be playing this year. Uh, a lot of people think the Packers are going to be picking a linebacker at 29. I have a doubtful on that. I think they, they probably um, need to be picking wide receivers if they want to make Aaron Rodgers happy. And then uh, right now, Asante Samuel Jr. is slotted for the Bills. Well, let's just see if that happens. That would be pretty cool. 
Ravens have the pick of 31 now. Uh, offensive tackle, Alex Leatherwood. Obviously, they made the trade with the Chiefs. And Buccaneers. We'll have to see. Uh, virtually, since the entire team is coming back, you really don't know what they're doing. It's going to be interesting. I don't really think they have a, people have a wide receiver selected, but I I don't know what they're going to do. It, it they have a it, it's it's really up in the air, and uh, I, I I I don't know. It's oh, so that's the first round of the draft. So when uh, looking at the uh, news here for the NFL going into the draft, uh, OTA volunteer OTA started, and there was a little bit of a big hubbub of a lot of. I I really don't know what the NFLPA was attempting to do here, because a lot of them were trying to say don't come to work. They were trying to be united, but when you look at the news, there's a lot of players that showed up. There's a lot of players that have a lot of different. Uh, incentives. If you look at um, PFT, it reported that Von Miller had about $500,000 that went towards his uh, off-season workouts. So there's a lot of players that were going to go. Obviously, the NFL adjusted their vaccination rules to Tier 1 and Tier 2. They also made some in interesting choices that for the players, or sorry, for the, uh, well, since coaches don't have a union, that if you if you are not vaccinated, you can't have any contact with the players. So it's just at, that's a tough position for me because I you, you should not be forced to be vaccinated for your job. But that that is you know that wasn't a prerequisite for the job. But the NFL is trying to do that legality reasons. That would be it. It's. When you look at the vaccine, it's not it it's not officially an FDA approved yet. It's emergency use only, so it's it's one of those tough situations that maybe it, you know you could fight that one still. But I I don't know the whole fully legality of those reasons yet. It's just one of those tough situations. Obviously, uh, labor issues. The NFL cannot force players to do that unless the it's collectively bargained so uh, there is that other NFL news the Deshaun Watson situation is pretty quiet at the moment lawyers are being lawyers so it's been quiet right at the moment the NFL draft is on Thursday so uh, we'll be watching that hopefully it's a good show uh, Roger Goodell has reportedly been vaccinated so uh, he is going to be able to hug the players. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is not going, but he is going to be about 45 players that are going to be streaming. There's about 20, 25 players that are going to go to the draft that's in Cleveland. I think they said they're going to be about like 50,000 people are going to the, attend the event. That's awesome. That's cool. Uh, I, it's awesome to see. Obviously, we need to start going back to normal here in life. And uh, that's just um, that's just awesome to see. If you look at NFL.com right now, the biggest news story is that Pat's making calls up to trade into top ten. So that's something you need to see here. And uh, Falcons have received calls for Julio Jones, as I mentioned before. And the Packers GM said that Rodgers will be our QB for the 
foreseeable future. That's at least next two years because that's mostly uh, contract-based. So uh, thank you for listening to my NFL draft talk. Uh, I had fun. Um, when it comes to future podcasts, uh, just wrapped up watching uh, Titans Season 1 and Season 2, so I'll talk about that. I watched the Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, just I just wrapped up my Supercross Round 16 podcast. Just talked about that. Um, uh, future podcast, as I said, so I'll do Titan Season 1, Season 2, Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, obviously, this week coming weekend, I'll have Supercross Round 17. And then uh, NFL Draft results. Um, I'll, I, I might do Day 1, but other than that, I, I might just do... I might do a day one because this day one's important, and then I'll just do overarching how teams did after that. So overall, uh, like I said, thank you everyone for listening. See ya.